You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 52, How to Choose Love. Marriage isn't easy, but it's not supposed to be. Oftentimes we make it so much harder because of the stories we tell ourselves. But Marriage Mindset will give you tools and perspective shifts to create a more peaceful, connected, and joyful marriage. You ready? Let's go. You. You guys, hi. Okay, a couple things that I wanted to remind you of before we jump into the episode today. So right now, if you head on over to Instagram, I am doing the Let's Get Cozy call. Let's Get Cozy is all about picking any relationship in your life that just feels challenging, cold, discouraging, disappointing, whatever. I want you to pick one relationship that is just hard and not where you want it to be. And I want to invite you to come get cozy. Now, I love calling it come get cozy because listen, it's you're going to have to get a little cozy with me. It's a vulnerable thing to open up and share. Hey, there's this relationship in my life that's kind of challenging and hard. And here's why. So that requires a little bit of vulnerability. And I totally see that and hear that and respect that. But I want you to know this is also a really safe space to come and just get some help. So you come to the call and you tell me the relationship problems and struggles that you're having. I'm just going to listen. I'm going to ask you lots of questions. And then I'm going to tell you, okay, here's what's going on. Here's the source of these problems. Here's the root. I'm going to give you tips and ideas and tools to help you transform this relationship, to turn this cold and hard relationship into a cozy and connected one. And I promise you that that's so available to you, but this is just going on for a limited time. This is only available to you through the 31st of October and this weekend. So this Friday, the 27th, I'm also making a fun and time sensitive announcement. So be sure you head on over to Instagram at Heather Flake Coaching, hang out there. And if you're interested in getting some relationship help, sign up for the Let's Get Cozy call. And I would absolutely love to help you out. All right, today's episode is actually a group coaching call that I did last weekend entitled How to Choose Love. And it was a shorter class and I didn't have lots of participants online. And so it was actually just, it worked really well as a podcast episode. So now that is what I'm gonna patch you into and you can hear the class on how to choose love. And if you have any questions or if you need help or you want to be able to feel more love or choose more love, but you don't even know where to start, Again, come to Let's Get Cozy, and that's something that I can totally help you do. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoy this episode of How to Choose Love. All right, so today we're going to talk about how to choose love. And I was thinking about this because this is something that I teach my clients or that I say to them or I say to myself or I say to my six-year-old that is just like, shut up, right? I'm just like, listen, love is always available. Like you could always choose to feel love. And when I think about that, I'm just like, dude, that is lit. The fact that we have agency and we can just choose to feel the emotion of love anytime we want towards any person, towards any situation. That is such incredible. I think that's such an amazing gift of being a human being is you literally get to choose. You can handpick the emotions that you want to feel and that you want to feel on purpose. All right. We're going to talk about how we do that. But the first thing that I think is important to recognize and to think about, sometimes my clients use this knowledge like against themselves. And I'm like, Hey, like love is available. 
or, or I'll be asking them, like, let's say I have a client and they're telling me about a scenario and a difficult person and how their mother-in-law is just really difficult to love and she doesn't like them and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, hey, how do you want to feel about her? Or how do you want to feel about your husband? Or, you know, how do you want to feel about your teenager that's going through this challenging thing right now? And it's so funny because probably at least half the time my client will be like, "Mm, just like neutral. I just want to feel neutral. And I'm like, okay, listen, like, what about love? What do you want to feel love for them? Did you know that you can? It just cracks me up. And like, I've totally been in that spot before too, especially like when you're feeling a really negative emotion or you are in a place where you perceive a circumstance to be super negative or just like, listen, I just want to feel nothing. Actually, I just want to feel neutrality towards this situation. So I totally get it. And it's like neutral is better than, you know, feeling hate. But I just always offer that. I'm just like, hey, like you could feel love if you wanted, but how? How in the world are we supposed to feel love? How do we do it? Why would we want to do that? But I think to back up what you need to know is where does love come from? All right. So think about this. Someone that you love, someone maybe that is easy for you to love or someone that you're just like, oh yeah, I love them. I don't even think about not loving them because I just love them. How does that happen? Where does love come from, my friends? Do you know? I used to think that love came from the source, like outside people. If I was feeling love, it was because, I mean, my mom was just being the best and taking care of me and being wonderful and making me nice meals and folding my laundry and helping me out when I felt sad. Or I thought, well, I just feel love when my husband is really nice to me and he's romantic and he's funny and he does everything that I want him to do. That's good and fine and all, but it requires people to be a certain way in order for us to feel that love, right? So it's like our love is dependent on other people and their actions. And I don't know about you, but that doesn't work most of the time, right? Because people are people and they just get to do whatever the heck that they want to do when they want to do it. And so when I really discovered where love comes from and why I feel love anytime I feel love. It was so empowering. So are you ready for this? Buckle up. Love is created in your brain. Love comes from your thoughts. Did you know this? It does. Anytime you feel love in your heart and in your body, anytime you feel love ever, it originated up here in the form of a sentence. So just, so just barely like I was thinking like, oh, she's so good to me. She takes such good care of me. I'm so thankful for her. He is so funny. I love being married to him. Man, my life is so good. Sentences. Those sentences in my brain generate the emotion of love in my body and allow me to feel that love. Does that make sense? So I think it's really important that we are super clear on that. Love is not created for you by other people. You create love for yourself by what you choose to think and believe. Your thoughts create the emotion of love. Now, there are probably people in our life, there's probably circumstances in our life that make love more easy or more readily available for us to feel. But even then, you have to consciously 
even, even if you don't consciously recognize it, there is a thought, there's a sentence in your brain that is the source of that love. Okay. So I want you to really think about that. Now let's back up a little bit. And, and today we're talking about how to choose love. And sometimes there's this air about us where we're just like, okay, yeah, I want, I want to choose. I'll just, I'll just love them. But really it's covered in so much like frustration and um, manipulation because we just want this person to change so that we f- we can feel better. It's going to be hard to get to love from that place. So I want you to just ask yourself, do I really want to? I think that's a beautiful and really important question. Do I really want to love this person? And also you guys, while we're going through this today, I want to invite you to think about a specific person that you want to choose love for more often. Do you want to feel love more frequently for? Who is that person? Have that person in your mind. Maybe that is a spouse. Maybe it's a child. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's yourself, which I think that's the most important place to start. When we're finding it hard to love other people, oftentimes it's because we have a hard time loving ourselves, right? There's like a deficiency in the love that we're feeling for us. And so that tends to like spread out into how we feel about other people and our relationships with other people. So think about that and ask yourself, do I really want to love this person? And again, I suggest that you, that you check your reasons. If you're like, yeah, I want to, so that they will love me back or so that I can feel better or so they, like, if I love them, then they've got to love me. Right. Or why I'm just supposed to. Jesus said to love everyone. My mom told me I should love everyone. What's your actual reasoning behind wanting to love. And here's great news. As long as you like your reasons, that's all that really matters. But just be on to yourself. If your reason is, listen, I want to love this person so that they will love me. You don't have control over that part, right? You can't make anybody love you. So just be on to your reasons. But if you want to love this person and you want to choose love for this person legit so that you can feel that love for that person and then show up in a way that you want to show up for them, that's going to be fantastic. And that that's going to get you to a place that's going to, going to allow you to feel the emotion because your desire to really want to love that person is like in alignment. Does that make sense? So let's talk about why. Why should we choose? There's no should. Pretend I didn't say that word. I'm, I don't mean to say should. Why would we choose love? And here's the thing. I just think I'm like, because we can. Love's an amazing emotion to feel. And again, if if feeling love is not dependent on other people and what they're doing or what they're not, and I can just feel it because I want to, and I can generate that for myself by what I choose to think and believe, I'm going to feel me some love because it's going to feel amazing. And I want to do that. And the other fun thing is like when you're feeling an emotion, anytime you feel an emotion, you take action, right? So if I feel love, I show up. The actions, the things that I do, the things that I don't do are driven by love. And then I get results that I really like. Also, the opposite is true. When I'm feeling annoyed or I'm feeling hatred or I'm feeling dislike, my actions are driven by that. Not always a big fan of the results that I'm getting from that place, right? So why in the world would we choose it? Because we can, because it's available to us. And I think it's not as hard as we think once we're able to sit down and separate, oh, I'm not feeling bad because of this person. I'm feeling bad because of what I think about this person, 
right? So I think that also is like a really important distinction to make. Anytime you feel love or you don't feel love is not because of a person or a circumstance or a situation or, you know, it's because of what you're thinking about a circumstance, situation, a fact, a person, something someone said or something they didn't say. All right. So you can just choose it. And here's the thing. If you're having a really hard time choosing love, I would invite you to just get out a pen and paper and write and write out, bear your soul as to why you can't love this person. Why are you choosing to withhold love from this person? And it's going to look like all the things that they've done. You're going to write down ways in which they've offended you or hurt you or mistreated you or just been a certain way that you don't think is acceptable or they should be. And that's the reason you can't feel love. Think about that for a second, though. Really, you are just robbing yourself of love. Love's always on the table. It's always an option. It's an open buffet where there's always like love here. Take it. No, no strings attached. You want it. You can have it because you can generate it. You can create that. So I think it's really powerful to ask yourself, why am I choosing to withhold love? Why am I choosing to not fill it for this person? And and you got to do that without judgment. As soon as you start to get all judgy, you're not going to get any traction and you're not going to find the true reasons and you're going to be filled with shame and guilt and then you're going to go eat Oreos and run away. So you have to just be really curious and be like, hmm. So if love is always an option and it's always available to me, why am I choosing to not fill it for this person? What is the upside of me denying myself love? Because that's the other thing, you guys. When you choose love, do you know who feels that love the most? You. If you're the one feeling love, you're the one generating love. You're the recipient. You feel that love. And then you take action that I think a lot of the times does have this amazing ripple effect. Think of it in reverse. Have you ever felt love for someone? Like legit, you really feel love for this person. So maybe you do something for them, whatever, and they don't receive it well. They don't feel loved. Maybe they feel like, oh, you don't actually care about me. You're just trying to bribe me or who knows what. Be like, no, legit, I just love you. And that person doesn't feel it. How can that be? Because of what they are thinking. Anytime anyone feels love, it's self-generated. It's because of a thought up here. People can do lovely, beautiful things out of love for me. But unless I think, oh my gosh, they're amazing. I'm so lucky to have them in my life. Thank you so much. This is such a beautiful gift. I'm surrounded by the most incredible people. Like, because I'm thinking those things, that will allow me to feel love. If I'm thinking, ugh, this is not a good gift. I don't even like this. They're so out of touch with me. Even if their intention was love, I'm not going to feel that love. So do you see that? So anytime you feel love for another person, that's created by your thoughts. You feel it. And then, yeah, we go out there and we try to share that with the world, which I think is a beautiful thing that I, for one, always want to do. That's just in line with the kind of person that I want to be. I want to feel love. And I want other people to know how I feel about them. But we can't make anyone feel our love. And just just because we do feel love for someone doesn't mean that they are going to feel that. Because why? Because we feel love because of what we are thinking. So I was thinking of some of the rebuttals that y'all might have. Here's one of them. Well, what if they don't love me back? What if I choose to love this person? And what if they don't love me back? So what? If they don't love you back, 
that sucks for them. That's hurting them because they're not choosing to feel love for you. They're choosing to feel something else. That, that, that doesn't have to affect you. And now here's the thing. We're human. Are we probably going to be sad and disappointed by that? Yeah. But there's a difference between just feeling those, that clean pain and then dirty pain, which is taking it on and just being like, well, I clearly wasn't good enough. Like if it's hurting, it's because of what you're making it mean. And we're going to do that all day long. We're not meant to be robots, right? We're totally going to do that. But I think that's an important distinction to make. Okay. Someone says, I can feel the love for someone who is hurting me when I'm mediating. But then in the real world, it's so hard to generate this feeling of love. Okay, I got to read this again. I can feel the love for someone who is hurting me when I'm... Oh, are you saying meditating? When I'm... Yeah, sorry. I read the wrong word. (laughs) When I'm meditating. But then in the real world... Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so I get what you're saying. So like you're all zen. You're like sitting, meditating, whatever. You can feel the love. But then are you saying like when you're actually around the person or when you're in the real world, when you're not meditating, it's really hard? Yeah. Okay, so I want... Why? I promise you it's because of what you're thinking once you're out of the meditation bubble and you're and you've inserted yourself in the world you want to examine what you're thinking up here what are you thinking when you when you come around this person or when you interact with them when you're in the same space as them what is it that you're hurting that's the obstacle to love i think of it as like hurdles on a track and it's like if love is the end goal and there there's just hurdles they're thought hurdles they're their sentences, their beliefs that again could be true and could be valid. I'm not saying they aren't true or they aren't valid, but I'm just saying if you are continually thinking and believing them and fueling them, that's going to keep robbing you from love. So I would just pay attention next time you, and and that's the difference. Like, what are you thinking when you're meditating versus what are you thinking when you're with them in the real world? That's the discrepancy. That's why love isn't available to you because of what you're thinking. This is another thing that I wanted to bring up. You guys, if you are being treated poorly or badly, like I am never saying that just because you love someone, then you should tolerate being treated in a way that you are not wanting to be treated, right? A lot of the times love says no. Sometimes love leaves. Just meaning like, hey, because I love and I value and respect myself and you, I'm going to remove myself from the situation where it's not safe and it's not good. And I think that's also really, really important. Just because we can feel love for anyone does not mean we stay or tolerate inappropriate or bad behavior that we are not okay with. Okay. And that's the thing you can leave and you can still feel love for that person But also because you love yourself, you've removed yourself from what may be a dangerous situation or just a situation that you know is not healthy or good for you. So don't don't use love to manipulate yourself like, oh, well, because I love this person, I'm going to allow them to walk all over me or because I feel love, I'm just going to be a doormat. No, 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 no. You can just feel love. You can choose to feel love. But let's a let's start that with ourselves because I love myself and I value and I respect myself. I'm not going to tolerate being treated in ways that are against my values, right? Like I'm going to keep myself safe and protected and healthy. That doesn't mean you still can't choose to feel love for that person, even if you don't agree with their behavior, or like their behavior, right? That can look like 
you know what? That's just their choice. That's who they want to be. I still love them, but I'm not going to be in a relationship with them and I'm not going to see them anymore, but I can still feel love for them as a human being. What else? Oh yeah. And then I was going to say a word like on boundaries too. I feel like boundaries are a really big buzzword. It's almost like trendy. So just really briefly, a boundary is something you set for you. You set a boundary for yourself to protect yourself, not to harm or to hurt other people or to control other people, right? Let's say like you have a really good friend that will just drop by unannounced all the time and you're just not okay with that, right? So a boundary would look like you saying, okay, and here's the thing. Some of these boundaries are spoken, some are unspoken, but you could just tell your friend, look, listen, I love you so much. You're my best friend in the whole world, but I really need you to call me before you come over. If you don't call me before you come over, it's fine. But when you knock on my door, you ring my doorbell, I'm just not going to answer it. Okay. Because you've got to call me. I have to know ahead of time that you're going to be there. That could be like a boundary, but then whose job is it to follow up on the boundary? Yours. So next time the friend comes over unannounced and rings the doorbell, what do you have to do? Just not answer it. You have, you have to keep the boundary. It's not their job. It's your job right? And maybe you set that boundary as a way for you to continue to love and nurture this relationship, but you can't have those things happening. So you, you set that boundary or maybe it's a boundary of like, maybe your spouse talks to you in a certain way that you're not okay with. And so you just say that, Hey, listen, I love you. But if you start to raise your voice with me, I'm just going to remove myself from the situation. I'm going to leave the room. So there again, if you find yourself in the room and your spouse starts to raise your voice, you lovingly just remove yourself from that situation. You don't say, hey, I have a boundary. Why aren't you respecting it? That's not their job. If you set a boundary, it is your job to keep it and to honor it. And you do that as a way so that it so that you still can feel love and you still can have a relationship with this person because you want to. Honestly, in a nutshell, just kind of wrapping up, you can choose love but it just kind of takes a conscious effort. And again, I said this at the beginning, there are certain people in our life that are just so easy. Like I could name lists of people that it's just like, dude, I just love them. Like it is easy for me to love them. I just love them. But why is that? It's because of the things that I think about these people. And it's the same for you. I promise you think about this right now. Someone that you just love so much and is easy for you to love. It's because of what you think about them. Same is true on the other hand. If there's someone that's difficult or challenging for you to love, it's just because of what you think about them. So if you want to choose love, you decide to do that. You say, hey, you know what? You know what I've been thinking? It'd be so amazing if I could feel more love in my life. And that is up to me. I don't, people don't need to change or start acting differently or doing different things so that I can feel love. No. I create love by what I choose to think in my brain and what I choose to believe. Okay. So you can just make a conscious decision and a conscious effort to love and you just get to check in with yourself and you have awareness around it instead of just assuming or expecting love to be there because, Hey, this is a blood relationship or, Oh my gosh, they're my child. I'm supposed to love them. Or she's my mother. She made me right? Instead of just expecting or assuming love to be there, if instead you decide, hey, I'm going to choose love for this person because that's going to feel amazing for me. That's going to make it so much easier for me to show up in the way that I want to show up. And then there's going to be amazing ripple benefits probably everywhere I go because I'm choosing this love. That's what we're talking about. You create love with your mind. 
And so again, it's just always lovely to ask yourself, why am I choosing to not love them? Why am I choosing to not love myself? Why am I withholding love from me? Why don't I want to? Don't expect yourself to always want to feel love. We don't. We're not going to that. It would be weird if we felt love constantly for every single person in the entire world. We're not going to do that. We're not robots. We're humans. Things are going to happen. We're going to get upset. We're going to think things that are going to make us feel mad and hurt and hate and the opposite of love. But I'm just saying when you recognize it, when you notice it, I mean, you could think about it as like going to the doctor and getting your labs and the lab comes back and it's like, oh, like you're deficient in love. You, you could take a supplement or whatever. It's just like, oh, I just noticed that I'm denying myself the amazing feeling of love. And I want more of that. I want to get an infusion of love. The best way to do that is by tapping into your brain. What am I thinking now that's robbing me of love? And then just consciously deciding. There's so much power in standing up and being like, hey, you know what? I'm deciding right now to choose more love for this person. I'm deciding right now to choose more acceptance and love for me. How am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to dissect my thoughts. I'm going to pay attention to what I think right now. And then I'm just going to pick one thing. And I'm going to train my brain to stop thinking that thing. And every time that thought comes up, I'm going to grab it as often as I notice it and be like, hi, listen, we don't think this anymore. Take care. This is what's new. This is what's true. I like me. I'm a cool person. And there's so many amazing things you can do. Like every morning when I wake up, And I stumble to the bathroom and I go pee and then I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, hi, hi, Heath. Good morning. I greet myself. I remind myself that I love me and that I'm so happy to be who I am and to be where I am. You cultivate this relationship with yourself of love. And I promise you, it's so much easier to find love and to fill up for those around you. And again, because you can, because it's available to you, You can choose it as often as you want to, but don't beat up on yourself for the times when you don't. And honestly, like for me, it's just like when I recognize like I'm really not feeling love for someone or I'm feeling like a lot of dislike or anger or frustration, I just try to tap in without any judgment and be like, hey, hun, like what's going on? Why are we so upset? Why are we feeling so much unlove for this person? And then I'll notice my thoughts and I'm like, hmm. That's why. And I remind myself, this person is neutral. They don't have the ability to control my heart. They don't. I just have lots of thoughts about what they're doing. And that's creating all these feelings for me. But moving forward, I just get to decide how I want to feel on purpose. Love's always available and you can choose to feel it as often as you want to. And I think just knowing that in and of itself is so empowering. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. And just, I would just invite you when you leave today, if you want to just pick one person, even especially if that's yourself, where's an area in which I want to choose more love. And the first thing you do is you just download the thoughts that you have about that person right now. And then you just go and you can just question them. Why am I thinking this? Why am I choosing to believe this over and over again? And then you just consciously pick one thing. You just pick like one of the greatest hits that's always coming up for yourself. And every time you can notice it in your brain, you just redirect. Hey, listen, I'm not sure you got the memo. We don't think that anymore. We're working on choosing love. And you you just try on different sentences that literally generate love in your body. It's a really fun activity to just sit down and write sentences and then say them out loud and see how your body responds. 
like really put it in there. Like, okay, if I really think this and it has to be be believable, if you don't believe it, it's not going to work. Right. But you just kind of try on sentences, try on thoughts like you do clothes. And it's like, hey, you try it on. And if that resonates and helps you to feel love, you know that that's a money thought for you and you bank it and you keep coming back to it. But I think honestly, any intention or effort that you put in to choosing love always reaps huge benefits because the fact you're being intentional about it. So much of our life is just on autopilot. And so when we intentionally decide and we are um, putting in effort to do something specifically, choosing love, you'll totally see results. And if you have questions or if you get stuck somewhere, I would absolutely love to help you. Send me an email, heather at heatherflakecoaching.com. I would love to help you. But thank you so much for coming, my beautiful friends today. I hope you choose all the love because that is going to feel best for you. It's going to feel amazing for you. And then it's this beautiful ripple effect, but also just because you can. It's the beautiful experience of being a human. You can create love in your body by sentences in your brain. And that's going to reap incredible results for your life. So let's do that. All right, my friends, get out there, choose love, pay it forward, and we will see you next time. Thanks so much for coming. Take care.